welcome cadets and captains to a brand new edition of M-Class Podcast. I'm Jeff. And I'm Ensign Josh. Ensign Josh. Hope I don't get stuck in a turbo shaft. Oh man, I'd love to get some turbo shaft right about now. <laughs> I mean... You know they use that euphemism in the future. Oh, fuck, dude. They, it'll be on Lower Decks in September when that show comes back. Lower Decks is so good. We should do some more Lower Decks for the show. You saw the Strange, the strange New Worlds with it, right? I did not. Uh, oh, my I'm missing God. missing out on a lot, I know. It's so funny. It's, gr- it's, uh, it's great. It's amazing how they did it. Like, it's great. Uh, I, everything I've heard about it is this season was pretty goddamn good besides the first one, but the first one turned me off of yeah. it so hard. The first episode's real lame, and then the musical episode is also lame because musicals fucking suck. So I'm not the biggest musical guy, so I do worry about that. You know how much I hate musicals? I skip the Riverdale episodes where there's oh musicals. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and usually those are the episodes where Cheryl's doing splits and shit. Well, now you know this man hates musicals. Don't sing your feelings at me. Act them. That makes me angry. (laughs) That's what I said on Twitter the other day. Stole that from Futurama. And I stole it from you. (laughs) Even though I also know it's from Futurama. The system works. This is a Star Trek podcast, believe it or not, where we sit down with a piece of Star Trek media. Uh, It's been episodes and movies pretty much the whole time, and we pick it apart and finally give you uh, our verdict on whether that episode is hot or not. (laughs) Rate my Star Trek professor.com. On our patented Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality. And guess what? What? Guess. (laughs) Uh, oh, oh! I have to really get uh, sh- shit. I for the Yankees won last night. I don't know. <laughs> is it baseball season? Yes, it's summer. Oh, is it summer? Yes. What's the outside it's, world like? It's August. It's like hot and shitty. And what am I? What? Is, what is, was I right? Is, is did they win? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know what baseball is. I live in a bunker. You have a team. My family are uh, cultists, and I've lived in a bunker my entire life. Crank you for being a crank. <sighs> no. We're starting... Uh, that was all a, a bad segment, so maybe cut that. Uh, no, we no, st- no, it's <laughs> staying. It's only two minutes in. We're, We're starting a brand new collection of episodes that's been a long, long time coming. It's been submitted five or six times to collection Damn. suggestions well in patreon.com slash mclass podcast we are starting with this episode rich masters <gasps> shipwreck with your boys collection damn son where'd you find this collection on patreon.com slash mclass podcast <laughs> uh, i hope these, somebody does a thing these are all episodes where the ship takes a bit of a tumble and much shenanigans are had by all. Big oopsies. That's they, you they, could have called They have it a that. whoops, and then yep. uh, shit goes wrong. We flew into a parking like thing. What are they? What are those things called where you park against them? Cars? Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's in Philly, yeah. Uh, there's like cement things that keep your wheels from going forward. What are those? They have a name. Oh my I god! Th- I don't know if they have a name. Actually, I've never even thought of what they are called. I didn't either. You've really expanded my third eye here. Parking barrier? Like what? It, what would it be? 
I that's not what the show is about. Uh, we are <laughs> we're uh, this episode we're going to be uh, talking about season five, episode five of TNG disaster. Woo! Which I forgot what this episode was, and then when it started, I was like, "Oh, I, this is the episode I've seen the most out of all Star Trek." Yeah, I typed in the name of the episode to save this file, and I was like, that's what this show is going to be today. <laughs> and so far, true. They're called parking blocks. That's dumb. That reminds me of like these English people who were talking about how Americans are super literal with how they name stuff. Like It's called the sidewalk. Yeah. Because you walk on the side on it. Yeah, it's on and, the side of the road. And yeah. it's called uh, an elevator because it elevates you up and down. And then one of them was like, we call elevators lifts, though. And yeah, that's like, like even oh, simpler. <laughs> yeah. That's like a five-year-old name that lift. It lifts you. It makes sense. I don't like lifts. Disaster uh, was written by a, uh, a team who literally only wrote this episode. A of- teen? Uh, a team, a teen wolf wrote this. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Ron Jarvis and Philip A. Scorza were the names of not, the writers. That's not very real. That's not real. Um, who gives? Nobody gives a fuck about Scorza. Uh, Ron Jarvis is uh, most famous for writing the Iron story. Man's Butler. <laughs> this is a bad episode. Um, <laughs> Disastrous, even. <laughs> Uh, he's most famous for writing The Monsters Today, the update of The Monsters Show episode, Murder in Munsterland. <laughs> I, I don't remember that. However, that... he also, uh, he's worked ever since 1998 as a location manager on uh, adult movies. Oh, yeah. This is your John Larroquette fuck fact of the week. Nice. He's worked as location manager, which is a confusing title for someone who works in pornography. Well, sometimes they'll do one. Um, so I've heard. I mean, I've been told Yeah, of this. course, of course. Sometimes, like, they'll do one on a plane, right? Oh, wow. And it's like you have to, like, get permission to fuck on a plane. Like, well, not really. Well, no, but. If you're going to film it, yeah. If you're going to film it, probably, yeah. Uh, he's location manager on adult movies such as The Seven Deadly Sins, okay. Roommates, <laughs> Forbidden, and the, one, the ones that I think are probably the best, Bad Movie Police Case Number 1, Galaxy <laughs> of the Dinosaurs. It's like a Chuck Tingle porn, man. Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah, what is that? Somebody's bagging up. Oh, is that here or at your house? I thought it was here. No, that's here. I thought it was at your house for a second, but it's here. I'm really confused. It sounds like it's here. But uh, also, bad movie police case number three, Humanoids from Atlantis. Man, they skipped two. He was unavailable for two. He was unavailable for two. They just fucked at somebody's house, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, roommates. (laughs) Hey, uh, we need a we need a room for this porn. We need, I know we need a, a room with a couch for fucking. <laughs> we need a room with a black couch. <laughs> Do I yeah. have the space for you? You know the couch. Um, <laughs> this episode was directed by Gabrielle Beaumont, which is the fanciest name I've ever heard in my life. Mr. Gabrielle Beaumont from the Connecticut Beaumonts. 
Um, she was born in Jared's Gerard's Cross, Buckinghamshire. Jesus fuck, England. Get your shit together and name things that don't sound like you need to wear a tuxedo to go into them. Buckinghamshire is probably pronounced like Bumshire or something. Buckinghamshire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we do, we have a problem with that as well in New England, up in New England, where we name yeah. shit the exact same way. Uh, Worcester, or, yeah, what's the other one? <laughs> w- Worcester sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce, yeah. Uh, but Gab- uh, Gabrielle Beaumont was literally the first woman to ever direct Star Trek. Whoa, way to go, Gabrielle Beaumont. And she also directed episodes of MASH, The Dukes of Hazard, Miami Vice, Law and & Order, and Beverly Hills 90210. She was all over the place. She didn't do no uh, Bad Cop 4, <laughs> Aquarius Zone 32, or whatever. Uh, she, she, did, she did Beverly Hills 90210, pretty much the same thing. Oh, man, I wish. She directed seven episodes of TNG, uh, Booby Trap, The High Ground, Suddenly Human, Disaster, uh, etc. Oh, Lower Decks. She directed Lower Decks. Nice. The episode. Um, One episode of Deep Space Nine, In Purgatory Shadow, and one episode of Voyager, Blink of an Eye. I don't know what those episodes are. Nobody knows any names of Voyager episodes. (laughs) No, I don't. I'm pretty good with episode names, but not Voyager. Yeah, you are. I'm bad, and so I I I hear Voyager and then the episode name, and all I hear is wah 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 That's all I hear. Uh, so salute to Gabrielle Beaumont for uh being a trailblazing badass. Break the ceiling. Um, the teleplay for this episode was by a guy you may have heard of, uh, Ronald D. Moore. Oh, he's good. Uh, he does some stuff. What, yeah. what does he do? Well, he was the uh, showrunner and main writer for Star Trek Deep Space Nine. That's the only thing he's known for? An incredible, an incredible show. Uh, I believe he also did uh, episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> I mean, he did Outlander, so same thing. Oh, true. Virtuality. <laughs> Is that Virtuosity? Is that the movie with... Uh... No, he, he created a two-hour TV pilot entitled Virtuality, and mm. Fox picked it up, but then they canceled it immediately. That doesn't sound like them. No, they would never do such a thing. You know what they didn't cancel? Herman's Head. <laughs> no. Herman's Head made it all the way through. <laughs> Season 12 of Herman's Head. Uh, he also created some show called uh, Battles Tar Galacta. No. That sounds... Did that get on TV? I think, I think that got canceled as well. No. That's a shame. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds sounds alright. Um, <laughs> this joke's only going to last until I actually watch it. You're is, never going to... You just told me before the recording that you can't even watch Maverick Top Gun. I, have no, watch... I don't really have much interest in watching that, is the thing. I do want to watch Battlestar Galactica. Maybe that's what yeah. I'll I'll put on while I'm working. Well, you gotta get ready to get real fucking depressed because that show. Well, I'm fuck already your there. Shit up. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> okay, the Enterprise at the beginning of this episode is on their. Uh, they were gonna go to Moodor Five, and they but they completed that already. That's the Mood Ring planet. So they're they're just fucking around. They're just uh, having a fuck off day. 
That's right. They're like, we're taking time off, and everyone's in 10 forward, the boringest part of the ship. 10 forward's the place where you get crunk. Yeah, but nobody's getting, like, old school crunk where they're, no. like, fighting Klingons or <laughs> You know, nobody like I would be in the holodeck pretty much twenty four seven. Yeah, they would, I would have fully to fully have to, yeah. a holodeck addiction disease. Yeah, they'd send me to like an asylum for holodeck disease because I wouldn't leave. Hopefully, a holodeck asylum. Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Keiko O'Brien is about to pop. She's been pregnant for I don't know zero eight episodes. Months. She's been pregnant for eight months. But they're they're trying to figure out who they're going to like name the baby after. Yeah. They want to name it after each of their dads, Michael or Hero. Hero's way cooler. It Michael is, way is the cooler. worst name of all time. Sorry anyone named Michael, but it's a terrible name. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Michael Fassbender. I know you listen <laughs> to the show. I hate to break it You know it what my middle you. name is, Josh? Uh, Jeremy? <laughs> That would be weird. Um, but Riker's like, how about William? It's the perfect name. William O'Brien. And everybody kind of chuckles at it. And uh, you, should name him, you should name him after his real dad, William. <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, all right, bye-bye, Michael. And he goes back to the bridge for a yeah. transporter simulation, whatever the fuck that means. That's what he does, and that's what O'Brien does in his downtime. He just runs transporter <laughs> simulation. <laughs> Can't get enough of this shit. Uh, back in the cargo bay, Jordy is uh, inventorying, inventorying a bunch of supply canisters. and Radioactive Dr. supply shit. Yeah, and Dr. Crusher's like, be in my play. Be in the Pirates of Penzance. Oh my god. And he, he starts to sing, I am the very model of a modern major general. And then yeah. he's like, I can't do it. It's too fucking stupid. Yeah. And Crusher's like, no, you're perfect. You were a little, sound- you were a little uh, off key, but we could fix that. <laughs> yeah, like what? Like I guess like the ship could just auto tune you, right? Like you could just fucking like be like, hey, computer, like run auto tune. Yeah, <laughs> just change the way you sat, like move the the air, right? Like why not? Why the fuck not? I mean, you they could have just, fucking. Couldn't you just tune your uh, translator? Translator, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can just be like, make it so I sing good to people. Uh, Counselor Troy's on the bridge, and she's like, Captain Picard, these three little shitholes won the school science fair. Oh, and God. Their, their big prize is a tour of the ship with the captain. A and tour Picard, of the ship that they live on. Yeah, and Picard's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he didn't agree to this shit. He's just like, all right. This sounds fucking stupid, but okay. And he's like, uh, one of the little kids is like, can we see the battle bridge? And he's like, no. Yeah, well then what's this tour even going to be about? We're going to see hydroponics, the astrophysics laboratory. Hmm. And the kids are looking at him like, this sounds super lame. Well, you shouldn't have won the science contest then, you dorks. You could have stayed home. Dweebuses. Could have gone to the holodeck and played fucking He-Man or whatever the fuck. And Fight a Skeletor. Hell yeah. And they get on the turbo lift and take off, and O'Brien shows up at the same time. Yeah. We're, we're setting our pieces where they need to be for the yeah. episode, right? Everyone's getting in, in, the, in the space they need to be. 
And Picard's like, oh, how, what about your science project? He like, tries to make regular conversation, but they won't talk to him because he's a creepy old man. Also, he's like probably like the scariest dude ever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, if like grown-ass people are afraid of Picard, like I can't imagine what like a fucking little kid thinks. He's like, well, what did you do for your things? And they're like, I did a fucking boring thing that was shitty. And he's like, oh, cool. <laughs> I don't know what the girl, I forget what the girl did. She doesn't tell him. Like, she looks away when she oh, asks, but, like, the right. little, the littlest one's like, I, I make radishes weird. Patterson. Motherfucking Patterson. And, like, the older name. one is like, I studied the life cycle of worms on Duron 5, and blah, 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 blah. They only blah. live for 20 hours, and, and Picard's like, man, this is, like, the worst day of my life. This little kid is obsessed with death. Yeah, he's weird. He looks like, um... Uh, Carrie Elways' son? Yeah, is he? absolutely. He looks exactly like Carrie Elways. Um, he's like, for some reason, the fucking line that plays in Skyrim constantly when you're walking through Whiterun came into my head. <laughs> the problem with Skyrim today is everyone's obsessed with death. <laughs> <laughs> in uh, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, Stuga comes up to you and says, I've been looking all over for you. And she's like constantly fucking saying that to you. <laughs> uh, I love NPC talk. Yeah. They had to like nerf her because she, like, she's in every city because she's a star to like an expansion. Mm hmm. So she's constantly fucking pissing you off. <laughs> I thought they did a decent job of it in Skyrim with the expansions where someone just shows up and is like, hey, you want to do the expansion? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you're like, no, he's like, all right. And he just stands there waiting for you. The house one's you. the best. They're like, do you want to buy a house? And you're like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You want to go mine fucking like ebony ore till your brain melts out of your face? You want to go fight vampires? Yeah, this DLC won't be nothing about fighting vampires for the rest yeah. for 90% of it for sure, right? Yeah, but you get a hot companion. I felt I felt I was being pandered to with that companion. I couldn't get into her. I was like, this is made for waifu people. I can tell. She, uh, the voice actress who does her does a voice of one of the companions in uh, Elder Scrolls Online, and she's really funny and like. I always say, uh, like, like you go on a quest with her. This is totally nothing to do with anything. But you go on a quest with her, and, like, you have to, like, get to, like, these, like, treasures before these other knights do. And there's a knight named Mortens who gets to it first. <laughs> and she goes, Mortens. <laughs> so I'm always like, Mortens. Uh, I mean, I do that. Every time I see a goose, I do the fucking Fatal Fury, Terry yeah. Bogard voice. Geese. Geese. <laughs> Um, this is no, none of this has anything to do with anything. <laughs> Thanks, Mortons. But I, when I was doing the fucking vampire quest, like the vampire hunter quest, I was like, ah, oh, cool, I'll get to kill a bunch of vampires. And then you kill one vampire den, and then you're best friends with vampires forever at the end. Yeah, of well, you go to you kill. I want to be a bad guy and kill all the vampires, but they're like, but thou must. You can be a vampire. <laughs> I don't want to be a vampire. I want to be a bad guy and kill all the vampires. That's like a good guy. That's what good guys do. Um, well, no, because she's like, I'm your best friend. You can't kill your best friend vampire. Well, you can cure her, too. Like, she can be not a vampire anymore. Uh, I didn't did figure that, that out. Yeah. I did only play that DLC once. Because I was, I was like... I kept running into these scenarios where she's like, you'll, you'll help me do this, right? And I'm like, no. And she's like, but thou must. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fine. 
Go to nexus.com and download what's her name? Nude. Giant mod. jiggly titties mod. <laughs> Anime tits mod point two. When I got Skyrim for PC, I was like, oh, I bet there's a bunch of like uh m- like fan-made DLCs that I could go on, and I went to the mod thing, and it was like, anime titties, anime titties, there's anime titties. <laughs> there's a few now. There's some good ones now. Uh, uh, anyway, Star, tr- like Star Trek. <laughs> um, the the conversation stops when uh, the ter- everybody starts fucking jumping around like they got hit, and the turbo <laughs> the lift falls. Shakes. And Picard is so bad at being around kids, he just says things as they actually are He's with like, no sugar. We're coating. falling! He's like, We're falling! <laughs> and they're like, ah! and They start screaming and jumping all over each other. <laughs> but throughout the whole shit, people were just like throwing around, getting knocked the yeah. fuck out. Ten forward gets fucked up. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> On the bridge, everybody gets up and uh, they're like, Oh, we hit a. A quantum filament? Yeah, that... Which, sure. It seems like the way they talk about it, like, this should be happening more often. Because they're like, our sensors can't pick it up well. Well, shouldn't you be hitting them, like, all the fucking time, then? Yeah, I would assume it's sort of like, since space is so fucking huge, like... Yeah. Like, the chances of that are... Like, it's like why, like, Earth doesn't constantly get hit by big asteroids. It's because it's so big out there, right? Like, Yeah, true, true, true. Well, I guess the, it's that. The, like, um, hierarchy aboard Starfleet vessels is, again, called into question pretty heavily during this scene. Yeah. Because the the lady at the con, uh, I thought she was a lieutenant, which already she's doesn't a, make any sense. She's a lieutenant, right? She's a yeah. lieutenant junior grade. Oh, so she's not even and a And she's in lieutenant. charge, even though uh, Counselor Troy is already there. And well, she's, I think, like, a lieutenant commander. But I think... Because she was given the con by either the captain or or Riker. Yeah, I guess so, so. So if you're given the con, that means the captain is giving you command, right? So yeah. you can be uh, an ensign, really, and do that. And there could be lieutenants around you, but they have to listen to you. Yeah, it's I, sort of a way to like, give them confidence and shit. I, I feel like the... Um the original series did like a little bit of a better job with the idea that rank still mattered. Yeah. Because yeah. like whenever the con gets given to Sulu, which happens like all the time. Yeah. Um, Spock still has command over him. Right. But okay. um, in modern Starfleet, if you're an ensign and you get command, you can tell a commander to suck your dick and he has to do it. <laughs> That's that's Starfleet for you. Starfleet for you. I mean, nobody's oh. complaining about it. Everybody really likes the set. <laughs> Guess I'm replicating more chapstick later tonight. Uh, back on the bridge, uh, a console fucking blows up in Lieutenant Monroe's face, and she dies instantaneously. I love how, like, uh, uh, O'Brien goes to check if she's alive, and it's like, this bitch is super dead. Like, her yeah, eyes does, are... Oh, she's dead, man. It does, like, like a close-up of her, and half yeah. her face is fucking melted off. He's, yeah. He's like, is yeah, she, she alive? And he, like, puts his fingers on her skeletal neck, and he's like, no, nah. nah, she's dead. Yeah, she, like, reaches inside of her neck to feel her <laughs> pulse. Yeah, she's dead. There's no pulse here. Just bone. <laughs> but uh, they're trapped on the bridge, and all the power is out. Computer's down. They can't contact anybody. Shit has gone wrong. Yeah, Worf didn't even do it this time. 
Worf didn't set off the machinery to fuck up the planet's <laughs> atmosphere this time. He was, in, he was in 10 forward actually fucking relaxing for two seconds. <laughs> he looks so uncomfortable when they're talking about the baby as well. Yeah, it's what like is me he? when people talk about babies <laughs> around me. <laughs> he goes like, ugh. <laughs> he like makes a sound. It's like, Jesus, man. But uh, Picard is like, he's trapped in the turbo lift. And he can't get anybody on uh, on the the radio, and so the kids are like, "Why is no one answering?" And J J Gordon John Joseph Gordon Levitt, whatever the fuck. Is that? Yeah, J Gordon. It's J Gordon. Gordon. And he's, yeah, like, he's like, "They're gonna, all dead. We're gonna die. Yeah, everyone's dead." And I love Picard being god awful with kids. It's like everyone, shut the fuck up. Stop crying. Yeah. He's like, "Knock it off." Yelling at children to stop crying uh, famously works every time. Yeah, they love that. <laughs> children love to be screamed at. Yeah, I know from experience. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything about my sad childhood, but now that you've opened the floodgates... Yeah, that's what the emotions feel like inside my brain. <laughs> uh, O'Brien's like, uh, life support's down. Cool. Main engine's down. Computer control's down. Oxygen down. Toilets down. Everything Holodex is down. down. <laughs> Turbo lifts down. Communications down. Just picture you in the holodeck, just like butt ass nude, like humping the ground, and you're like, what happened? Like, I'm standing in the holodeck completely naked, and there's like a pile of my clothes 20 feet away, and I'm just looking around in the darkness, like, hello? Hello? Guys? What happened? I didn't, Did I, didn't I didn't I didn't nut. I didn't nut. I'm not done yet. Turn it back on. <laughs> but uh he's he tries to send out a distress call, but he doesn't even know if it's transmitting, so it's like uh it's fucked. And then uh Ro Laren just opens the turbo lift door yeah. that the other guy couldn't open five minutes ago. And yeah, steps and then out. They, all, they all clap the audience claps and they, they go. And it's appropriate because she's an adult woman. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, the emergency bulkhead closed before we've initiated isolation protocol. And dumb Troy is like, I'm not familiar. Yeah, Troy's like, fuck. How, how did like, you pass the test to become a lieutenant commander? You don't have to take a test. They just give you that rank. Oh, my God. That's why later she does the bridge test. Yeah. You have to take a test to be a bridge like commander, yeah. But if you're like a commander, like if you're on the if you're a red, red shirt anyway, like you just do that anyway, right? Like you're mm -hmm. that's your job, right? So, yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right. You only have to take a test to be commander. I forgot. Yeah. Um. But they're like we're registering sporadic life signs throughout the rest of the ship, and uh, Row is like, can you detect life signs in the star drive section? Yeah. He's like, no. Doesn't work that good. Uh, <laughs> sensors might be malfunctioning. We can't run a diagnostic. Shit's fucked, and is what he says. He's like, uh, well, Monroe's dead. Now who's in charge? And O'Brien looks at her, looks at Troy and goes, well, you are. And yeah. Rolaren goes, Counselor Troy? <laughs> Rolaren spit takes. <laughs> she wasn't even drinking anything. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, she has the... Um, Rank of Lieutenant Commander. Yay! This should be good. And, and Troy just kind of stares off, and she's like, um, 
I, I would like some suggestions, please. Yeah, and they're pretty cool about it, right? At first. At first, not, like, not Rogue later. really loses track of rank yeah. after, yeah. like, five or six minutes. O'Brien, yeah, she's, like, the worst person to have been in that situation yeah. with. Yeah. Well, it's, which is very, like, Ronald D. Moore writing, right? Like, yeah. who can I throw into this scenario to create the most tension with Yeah. And he does that in Ten Forward with Worf, right? Like, who would be the funniest guy to deliver it? <laughs> so, it's either so Data or Worf. Yeah. Worf being like, this is not how the, the simulation went. It was orderly. <laughs> Have you ever delivered a baby? Yes. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> Worf is so good in TNG, man. It's yeah. a shame what they do to him in Deep Space I... Nine. <laughs> I can't, uh, I try not to think about it. I just kind of like, hey, yeah, 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 morphs it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, a shame. Ten Forward's been turned into a sort of a makeshift sickbay because they can't get to sickbay. Yeah, and there's like an old ass man who's like f- completely fucked up. Like every bone in his table. body is destroyed. <laughs> the dude is like acting his ass off. Yeah. He's like legs. He's like, ah, ah, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, he looks really uncomfortable. Uh, but they're like, we have to assume nobody's left alive on the bridge. We need to get to engineering via a service crawlway. Worf, you're in charge of ten forward with your great bedside manner. Yeah, Worf, you're you're like a doctor, right? <laughs> <laughs> doctor Worf. <laughs> like really? I I guess. Well, I guess it makes sense that Riker goes because he's in command, right? Like, sure. Yeah. I guess. And, that makes sense. Uh, and Data, it makes sense because he, he's a robot, he's so he a can smart do man. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, the scenario here is who's going to be funniest paired up. Like, Riker doesn't under- yeah. doesn't have the same level of scientific expertise as, like, right. some, like uh, Jordy would have. Right, and if it were Jordy and Data, yeah. Like, yeah. Riker had, like, the basic, like, mechanical science classes that you have to take at the Academy, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Just like Worf had the basic simulating grabbing a baby out of a human woman's vagina. It's really cool that that's part of the training. <laughs> I, dude, I can't even watch videos of that shit. I, uh, yeah, the miracle of life sure is fucking disgusting. It's disgusting. There's poop. Yeah, Man, they don't tell you about that, dude. It's it's bloody and po- it's like a battlefield, man. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> there's a ton of blood. You shit yourself. Yep. Uh, yep. You're gonna get some tearing of the vagina. Oh God, fuck. Also, you have to take care of a baby for 18 years afterwards, <laughs> or just not. <laughs> you could just throw in the dumpster, I guess. They. T- I'm not. I'm not saying you should. They make you sign a paper that says you're not gonna do that. I just signed somebody else's name. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. This seems suspect, but all right, Mister <laughs> Mrs. Skywalker, you head on out. <laughs> uh, back in the cargo bay, uh, Jordy and uh, Crusher. It's weird that I call him Jordy and her Crusher. Well, Crusher is a way cooler name than it is. Beverly. LaForge is a way cooler name than Jordy. I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, switch to LaForge. But but Jordy's like your pal. Yeah, Jordy's like, like my best yeah. friend. Like you call him Jordy because we're pals. Yeah. So. Um, they try to open the doors and they can't. And they're gonna yeah. try to open the wall up and use a manual hand actuator, which sounds real sexy. 
Yeah, you gotta stroke it, like, real good. <laughs> and Crusher's like, why is this wall hot? And Jordy's like, what do you mean? Uh, and then he's like, what are you That's like some Lower Deck shit. It like, really is. Like, why what do you mean? Hot? <laughs> yeah, because uh, there's probably fucking fire behind it. Yeah, it's a plasma <laughs> fire, and it's emitting such intense radiation that they're going to fucking die in 20 I, minutes. I love how in Star Trek, like, they're like 30 feet away from a green radioactive fire, and they're just like, oh, that sucks. Wow, sure is warm in here. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, well, you know, we'll, when we get out of this, we'll just give ourselves a shot and it'll fix us, right? Like, exactly. She's like, if, if we have less than 20 minutes, we can just give ourselves a shot. It'll be fine. Yeah. But then they're like, we have another problem. Yeah, these these Donkey Kong barrels are full yeah. of explodium. Yeah, the barrels that made Worf have to get a new spine yeah. have explodium. <laughs> these these are red barrels. If you shoot them, they explode <laughs> near enemies. So that's how you know you can do that because they're red. Sometimes they blink. It's weird. Uh, so we can't let the radiation get to it, or it'll explode. Yeah, because it's like it tr- gets triggered by radiation. Uh, Jordy says they have a tendency to explode. Around radiation. Which is a real lax way of saying that. Yeah. They have a tendency to kill us? Oh, cool. Uh, back in the turbo lift. This episode is like back and forth a lot. So I love this, though. I love this. Yeah, I do, too. Like, I don't think it's to its detriment at all. Yeah, this is... It's the rule of three, but it, like three different problems and mm-hmm. all meeting at the same place, right? Uh, well, except for the cargo bay, which doesn't ever really matter. No. I mean, it only matters in that two of our characters are going to die. I mean, I guess it's good that they're in the the cargo bay because if that it fucking oh like, yeah, it would have just exploded and killed yeah, everybody. They would they would have blown the ship up, right? Like uh, that would be bad. Picard's ankle is broken, and he, because his ankle's broken, he can't use the lift controls. He can't like <laughs> they just don't himself work. up. Yeah, um, but he's like, hey, you guys want to be part of my crew? I'll be the captain, and Marissa, you'll be number one. And she's like, number one. She yeah. gets all excited, and he's like, yeah, you can, uh, that's what I call my first officer. I need someone I can rely on. And he gives her two of his pips. Which is cute. And he's like, yeah. how about you, Jay? And he's like, Jay Gordon. Oh, God, never mind. And he's like, you'd make a great science officer, right? And he gives him one of his pips. Yeah. And Patterson and is, is Patterson. Like, what about me? And he's like, you, your thing was radishes, right? So I'm going to make you executive officer in charge of radishes. Oh, my God. Dude, I when I was watching this, I all I could think of was, like, after this is over, Picard, like, transfers Patterson's parents off the Enterprise. Because <laughs> he's like, I can't have officers who raised this moron child. Oh being my on my god, ship. he's just afraid. He's just a scaredy cat little... That would be me when I was a child in the scenario. Yeah, except fucking Patterson's parents have coddled his baby back bitchness to a point. I wouldn't do my science fair on radishes, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, there's about 40 other vegetables that are better. I would have done mine on a uh, fake volcano. Um... <laughs> Data and Riker make it to uh, one of the tunnels that head towards engineering, but there is uh, some type of a fucked up coolant leak happening. Yeah. So they have to go a different way, but the only other way forward is just full of electricity. 
It's a fucking video game. This episode is, is a fucking video this game. This is fully video gamey, and the way they get around it is they don't find a, a big red switch in a different corridor that turns yeah. it off. Yeah. Which would have been 10 out of 10 episode, but... Um, I mean, they, they kind of, like, cheese their way through the game. Yeah, right? they do. <laughs> They're just like, whatever, fuck it. I'll lose one of my lives. But, uh... We go back to the cargo bay and they're like, okay, what could possibly happen in the cargo bay that isn't doesn't resolve the story? Uh, yeah. They gotta move the barrels. All right. Yeah, they move the barrels farther away because the radiation's less in the back. It's pretty smart. It is. It feels like filler because they didn't have enough yeah. for this part of the story. I think it's clever, but they also are like, well, we can't use the gravity lifts because the they'll explode. Shit exp- Everything is ex- sure. explodium yeah. on the ship, especially com panels. I would think that like moving them with your muscles would make them explode more. But I, what do I know? It's true. You're like bumping them around yeah. and spinning them all over the fucking place. You ever place. like drag a fucking barrel full of shit and it's like, God damn, this sucks. Every time there's like a barrel full of like some something that I don't know in Star Trek, I just figure it's like white glowing liquid inside of it. Yeah. Like Phazon <laughs> from Metroid Prime. It's just or, fucking I always think of that like Futurama where he makes those glow in the dark fake noses and it spews out all that oh, fucking yeah. green blork. <laughs> um Back on the bridge. Roe Laren has uh, done a completely improper procedure, according to O'Brien, and pissed him the fuck off by yeah. dumping all the power from the phaser array into an engineering monitor. What could go wrong? Uh, she's real worried about the ship blowing up for somebody who just put uh, a billion watt battery into a fucking Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I don't know, like, <laughs> I was assuming that, like, a like a beam of hot energy... That could destroy, like, a city. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that that is, like, way more than a, a computer console would use. Exactly. But I don't know. Those things explode like crazy, so who fucking knows, right? It's like putting uh, the, the like, energy core from a fucking jet into a yeah. Game Boy, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah. But uh, she's, like, the antimatter containment field has been damaged. We're, like... It's a, if it falls below fifteen percent, the ship will have a warp core breach, and we're gonna fucking explode. Yeah, so and the it goes, field dun, that keeps dun, dun. the field that keeps the antimatter in its own, like guess, like kind of like its own universe, right? Like its yeah, own, like it, it, it keeps can't, it like disconnected from yeah. the way our universe operates because it can't even touch like air because air is matter, right? Mm-hmm. So like it would have to be in a vacuum, but it would have to be like floating in the vacuum and it can't touch the sides, right? Of the thing. Yeah, the it's antimatter in. containment field is uh pure energy that keeps it centered. Yeah. And allows it to be drawn from in order to use warp. Yeah, so that's a problem. <laughs> uh Riker and Data are in that crawl space with apparently a half a million amp arc of electricity. <laughs> Dude. If you didn't think data was already busted powerful <laughs> like they're like we're gonna use our body to break the circuit and Riker's I wish like no they, what the fuck <laughs> I wish they did more of this shit with Data and like if I was uh what's his name Data <laughs> oh, oh um uh Brent Spiner Brent Spiner I'd be like yeah can we do more of this like Data gets like stuff removed and shit I know it's expensive as hell in 1992 oh but, yeah like, <laughs> 
the like special effect mirrors so it doesn't look like his body is below his head costs yeah, five they, yeah. million dollar he does. <laughs> is that true? No. I just made that up. Did. But uh Riker's like, No, I'm not gonna fucking do that. Are you kidding? Yeah. And Data's like, we don't really have a lot of choices. And besides, my positronic brain has extra shielding. Yeah, because he's made out of like 42%, like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> dolomite? I'm 40% dolomite. Clang, clang. <laughs> That's dolomite, baby. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, just take my head off. Carry it with you. And Riker's like, yeah. what? <laughs> Man, I would have been like, you know what? I wasn't in, and now I'm in. <laughs> I'd be like, this is fucking amazing. We're doing this. So he just walks into the electricity, gets fucked up, falls over. Riker yeah. runs in and he's like, oh my God, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Take my head off. He's like, what a remarkable experience. <laughs> <laughs> Dude probably went on like a fucking spirit journey, right? Like He, he, met, he met the fucking coyote. <laughs> It's a cyborg coyote. <laughs> That's way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. What happens when Riker takes Data's head off? Well, you probably should have already watched the episode. But if you haven't, find out right after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. The night holds terror too horrible to be seen. From out of the shadows, something's coming. Do you think you're really safe? All alone in your nice, warm house? <laughs> well, look outside. It's at your door. And it's coming to take you away on a journey into terror. Call now. $1.50 for the first minute. 35 cents each additional minute. Welcome back, everybody. Hopefully that message was a good one to your heart about our Lord and Savior. Um, oh, I'm not putting that shit in, unless <laughs> it's about Satan. That's fine. I didn't say which one. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> what? Uh, Picard is hobbling around, but he has the kids uh, working with him, uh, unpaid. And Wow. Uh, <laughs> Child labor laws, anyone? But uh, Jay Gordon. It's really funny that the Memory Alpha article keeps calling him Jay. It's Jay Gordon. <laughs> it's Jay Gordon. If you don't call him that, he's going to fucking correct you. It'd be really annoying. But um, the safety clamps that are supposed to be holding the lift in an emergency are, like, fucked. One of them's, like, uh, got black paint on it to make it look like a hole. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> they did that shit where like it looks like from a certain angle. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. black paint cracks all over. Yeah, it. yeah, it's broken. <laughs> but he's like, uh, "All right, Marissa, you need to escape. Take the kids and leave." Yeah, leave Number me behind. One. And Picard's like, uh, the, "The one of the Patterson who's like, do I want to stay with you?" Yeah, and he's like, "You're an officer, Patterson. Pull up Suck it up." <laughs> Pull it up by your boob straps. Yes, Patterson. But uh, he's like, leave me behind. And uh, Marissa looks at the other kids and she's like, "We've uh, the crew has decided that either we all leave or we don't leave. It's very Star Trek. And Picard's like, all right, but this is mutiny. Yeah, and then she smiles because I guess she knows what mutiny is. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, I mean, they know f- uh, all of the French words to Frere Jacques. Yo, I don't even know what the fuck Frere Jacques is about. <laughs> like, that is, we learned Frere Jacques, Frere Jacques, Dormez-vous, and that's it. When I was a kid. Skiba la balanky. I don't know the next part. Yeah. It's Skiba la balanky. Donkey Kong Dun- fights Mankey. Ding, dang, dong. <laughs> Got a big dong. Yeah, that's it. Donkey Kong. That's it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, it's you know it's a good joke when you're the only one that laughs. Um, <laughs> but uh, they get a bunch of optical cabling out of the control panel, which seems like there shouldn't be this much just in there, but there is. I thought that too. I was like, they use like fiber optics still. Yeah. Like that seems weird. Because, like, we have that. Like, yeah, it's I don't just know. in there for fun, apparently. Yeah. It's just <laughs> to make ropes out of. Uh, they've they've moved all the quaritum containers in uh, oh, cargo, cargo bay. bay. The radi- radiation levels are rising even faster. And they're Great. like, well, the only way to put out a, radiation, a radioactive fire, a big green Luigi fire, is to deprive <laughs> it of oxygen. Sure. And I don't think even that would matter, though. Like if that's connected to something, that's like it would plasma, just continuously feed. It, it would just go. Yeah. Like as soon as stop. you reoxygenated the environment, it would catch again. Yeah. It, it probably wouldn't even. I don't even think it would need oxygen. It's so hot, right? Like it's. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I feel like it would be drawing in oxygen at such a rate that it would be fighting against the um, oxygen leaving into the void environment, but I guess, what do I know? I don't know, man. That's a great I'm just science a, question. I'm just a self-trained engineer. That's, that's a I would really like to know if that, like, I guess it would depend on, like, if it was just a fire on the surface of something, or if it was, like, like, if it was in a pipe or something, like, if it was yeah. coming from a different place. I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, work. like, there's, there's oxygen where it's coming from as well. Because yeah. it was already on fire behind the wall. Yeah. Before it re- anyway, there's a bigger problem in this scene. It's that when they open the cargo bay yeah. door, they hold lightly onto a ladder and they're fine. <laughs> yeah, I like how uh, Crusher is like, why don't we use this? And Jordy looks at it like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, this is a fucking aluminum ladder you get from Home Depot. This isn't going <laughs> to fucking save you. No, nah, it does. It doesn't even, they barely even get moved by dude, it. Dude. You would get so fucking sucked out that big ass fucking door, Do you dude. When uh, the the fake universe that Crusher was in that was insane and she wasn't, yeah, yeah. Uh, had like the explosive uh, like de- decompression, decompression, and she like grabs onto the chair and her legs lift yeah, up in the air like and she's like flying through the air. In this yeah. one, she kind of stumbles slightly, but that's it. They're fine. <laughs> Yeah, like lowering, like opening that door, all of that air would come out. Like you're getting hit with all that air yeah. moving at God knows how. Like you, fu- you fucking dead. <laughs> uh, I mean, even if you're not dead, like you're not just gonna like stumble a little bit. It's gonna no. be real bad. I mean, would, like, also like there's, I don't think there's a grip strength in the human race that could hold on I mean. to something like that. Yeah, you'd get like you get so sucked out. Like, people get sucked out of airplanes and shit, right? Yeah. They get sucked out of, like, airplane windows. Like, have, that's Have you ever tiny. seen what that looks like? It's fucking instantaneous as well. Like, they're Dude, like, the, wow. That one pilot who got sucked out of the front window and they held onto his legs and shit. That shit. Oh, my God, oh my man. God. It's, like, horrifying. Uh, speaking of horrifying, back in 10 forward, <laughs> oh God. Keiko goes into labor. 
And Worf's like, like, now is not a good time. <laughs> yeah. He's right, though. He's right. It's a bad time for this. Postpone the labor. Put it back in. That's what he says. Put it in your second uterus. <laughs> Just switch it over. <laughs> Poop the baby out and suck it back up into the other one. The, uh, there's one thing I've been meaning to point out this whole time, but I, I keep forgetting to uh, mention it when we're in the turbo lift with the Picard and his crew. But uh, Marissa, number one, is dressed exactly like the pink Power Ranger. She like it's is all dressed, I can think yeah. about the entire time. <laughs> she's dressed like Kimberly, and she's dressed like um, uh, the girl who becomes a Q. Like they oh, had yeah, like yeah, yeah. like a smaller size of that outfit for that girl or something, and the whole time I was just thinking, just fucking use your bow and arrow and solve this. <laughs> like, call Don't on the have... pterodactyl, just fly out. Don't you have like a, that gun thing? Like, just, shoot, just fucking yeah. uh, transport using your fucking morpher. What are you doing? Yeah, go, go morph into Pink Ranger. It's morphing time. And then we'll go to fucking Ernie's and get a juice. (laughs) Yeah, there's never been a more time that's morphin' time than this time. (laughs) Yeah, this is important. Morph it up. Um, I don't care if the captain sees who you are. uh, They have a meeting in the observation lounge, which is incredibly Star Trek. Yeah, they go to the lounge. To Even it's, just, it's still just the three of them. But they go, there's like one ensign sitting out there by himself, like do 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 do, doing nothing because nothing works. Yeah, just kind of staring around, like mm, hope I don't die today. Mm, wonder if I should have updated my will. But uh, Rose, like, we need to separate the saucer section now. Yeah, we can't stop the containment field from degrading from here. <laughs> That's what this scene does to him. Yeah, it's man. it's interesting. Um <laughs> but um we need to save the people in the saucer section because the explosion of uh the warp core is going to destroy the entire ship otherwise. Yeah. Uh Rolaren is like very much like let's save me. Let's fucking yeah, save me right now. <laughs> she comes off as real like callous and yeah. shit. Yeah. And cowardly, really. Yeah, it's not a great episode for Ro Laren. No. Um I guess it does contribute to her eventually AWOLing, because like she really only gives about shit about her own shit. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> to shit. my stuff. Only me. My stuff. Clink. Um <laughs> But O'Brien's like, there might be still people alive in the Star Drive section and Ro's like, we don't know that. And yeah. Troy's like, well we don't know that they're not they're there not either. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh O'Brien transfer power to the console in engineering, and if anyone's still down there, they'll figure it out, and they can save the day. Yeah. And Rose stands up and she's like, hey, Troy, you just fucking killed us all. You stupid, dumb bitch. Also, your (laughs) outfit, shitty. (laughs) You look better in the uniform, you dumb bitch who I hate. And Troy's like, thanks for the reminder. Now follow your orders. Yeah, fuck yeah. Which I felt real good about. That makes me feel good as a watcher. Yeah. Uh, Picard and his new crew of tiny, tiny, tiny officers. His babies. uh, (laughs) Climb a ladder. And, like... A lot of ladders in this episode. (laughs) It's true. The idea of, like, climbing a ladder up a giant shaft that if I make one mistake, I'm going to fall for five minutes and then die. 
Yeah, this is terrible. It's this terrifying. Is like, this is my worst nightmare. This what they're doing. Patterson yeah. is one hundred percent right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but also, he's Picard's ankle is broken, so he's hopping yeah. up each he's one. He's hopping up. Yeah. Too and they spooky. have to go to each door to try to yeah. open it, but none of them are opening. Oh my god! But then the uh, <laughs> the turbo lift below them gives way and just fucking falls a hundred feet and explodes. Yeah, Patterson, man. Yeah. Damn. And they you know, start, they Patterson start climbing, shit, and but... Patterson's like, oh, "I'm scared." And Picard's <laughs> like, "We need a climbing song." Do you know what? And Marissa's like, "How about the laughing Vulcan and his dog?" <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't never heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to like hear that. I do now. too, man. Feels a little <laughs> racist, but I'll hear why it. Did, why did he have a dog? Uh, not a Salot, a dog. Yeah. What the hell? But um, Picard's like, how about Frere Jaca? And then we're we're treated to like I think eight rounds of Frere Jaca as they climb the ladder, and this camera just stays on them the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty confident that Ferrajaka was like never gonna leave my brain unless I put a bullet inside of it. Uh oh. <laughs> and no. then I did, but now I'm back. Josh, cry for help, Henderson. Back at it again. <laughs> it's all Patterson's fault. Back on his bullshit. Here we go again. Uh, Worf is uh, assisting Keiko with her birth because no one else there can, apparently. Dude, everyone just backs into the corner like, I'm staying away from that shit. And he's he's like, uh, you're now fully dilated. It is time for the baby to come. <laughs> you you. It's time for the bearing down portion. Are you bearing down? And she's like, I'm trying. She's screaming at him. <laughs> it was this procedure was much more orderly, dude. Hey, this is when he talks about the holodeck simulation and shit. And Keiko's like, is the baby's head facing down? He's like, I don't fucking know. That wasn't in a simulation. What are you I talking like, I was about? Like, don't you know? <laughs> what? How the fuck would I know that? You can't use your other uterus to figure out. You don't have a prehensile tentacle in there that feels where the baby is? You just wrap it around the baby and shoot it out. Just whip it out, yeah. You just wrap the tentacle around the baby and you squeeze it like you do when you shoot water out of your palms. <laughs> and the baby just goes... <laughs> boom, boom. Yep. Squirts out. That's a uh, canon Klingon birth, by the way. Yeah, you Look, go. look for that in the next season of Discovery. Discovery. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say Discovery. <laughs> there's one left. It's oh, is be there? Bad. I thought it was over already. Uh, I think there's one left. Oh, boy. Nobody's on the show anymore, so I don't uh, know. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone, everyone literally jumps ship. Crusher's like, look, when uh, the air all comes out of the cargo bay, the vacuum exposure will have about 25 seconds before we fucking pass out. Our capillaries are going to explode. We're not going to be able to hold air on our, on our lungs. Jesus. And none of this happens, of course. Yeah, you don't see and, any of it. Uh, they hold on to a little tiny flimsy ladder. The ladder looks exactly like when I was in college. I took a sculpture class, yeah, like a large form sculpture class. Yeah, and the I, ladders you go up to big, big sculptures. <laughs> no, yeah, but yeah. no, I I took these like really thin, long pieces of like rounded metal, and I tack welded them into a really, really shitty ladder. Oh yeah, and uh, before and then I twisted it to make it look like a um, DNA strand. That's awesome. Uh, all of my sculptures got thrown away because I had nowhere to put them. I lived in the dorms. 
But wow. um, it was like about Priceless eight feet art. tall. <laughs> but it was really cool. But um, it looks exactly like the fucking tiny, thin strands of metal that I fucking welded together to make that. That's probably exactly what the prop department did. Probably. They probably were just like, uh, we got some metal, let's weld it together. And it just, uh, if you would have pulled on that with like 1% of your strength, it would have came apart. Yeah, I feel like they're acting like they're... They can't pull on it because they probably couldn't. Probably right? not. Like, no, it would probably break. After I like did the the set like the second round of welding, it was pretty solid. But like to begin with, like you could breathe on that fucker and it would have just fallen apart like a Jenga yeah. tower. Yeah. Um, but uh, they open up the cargo bay doors and then they breathe really heavily and don't count down at all. No. <laughs> and they uh, Jordy hits the button. And the force field goes down, air blows out. Fire gets sucked out. Like, barrels that were so heavy that it took two of them to spin roll them fly out. I wonder how they achieved that effect. Probably with miniatures, right? And, like, a big fan. Yeah, probably it's a a model, yeah, and they just, like, blow on it. But um, it's It's a good effect, honestly. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it looks real. our, Our heroes are barely moved by it. And yep. then they turn the force field back on, and then J- Jordy takes two steps and then passes out. Dude, Jordy's smoking too many cigarettes. He's vaping he too was much. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> He's like, ah, I and can't. <laughs> Crusher makes it over and hits the panel, and they're the they're both like super relieved in. and like laugh. And I, f- I feel like this was good writing because, like, it highlights throughout most of the scene, the whole scenario, Jordy is the one who's contributing the most. Yeah. But Crusher's the one who saves their lives. I feel like right. that's Im- important character writing to give all your characters something important to do. Well, Crusher knows how lungs work, so she probably, <laughs> like, could hold more air in her lungs. Jordy doesn't fucking give a shit about how lungs work. Jordy's like, yeah, my lungs aren't, like, mechanical, so I don't know. They got lungs on a fucking starship? No, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like filling your lungs with too much air. <laughs> uh, o- O'Brien picks up a thermal inversion in the power coupling around the warp core. Oh, God, it's going to blow. they're fucking freaking out, but they finally correct it. They finally he does it. a Dr. Mario and saves the last <laughs> pill. He moves the pill over so there's more room. Uh, Ro is like, this is this is what's going to happen. We're all going to fucking explode. Yeah. It's your fault. You just killed us all, yeah. And Troy's like, look, I'll decide when we separate the saucer section and not a minute before. Yeah. And she sits down like a badass in the captain's chair. Damn. And Ro's like, fucking... <laughs> Smoke shoots out of her ears. Uh, R- Raker rigs up Data's head to the control panel. Dude, it's so good. And he's like, I've got the door open. <laughs> Dude, he's like. There's some funny parts of this it is. part. And, like, it's really funny on what they have to go through to open the door. But, like, Riker goes in. He's like, how come everything's on? And yeah. like, well, maybe somebody wanted us to see this. And he's like, Smart. he, like, yeah. presses a couple buttons and, like, a fucking red alert starts instantly. And he's like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> the shit is fucked up. <laughs> we need to establish a new link. Yeah. 
and uh, Riker doesn't know how to work on Data's head right, so he just like activates his wink protocol. He puts the wrong uh, VCR yellow video cable <laughs> into the S video port, and he's like, "You can't do that, by the way." But he, yeah, yeah, he blinks out. Yeah, and uh, but he does it right the second time, and disaster is averted. <laughs> He needs a. He says you need a bigger head. <laughs> <laughs> like the little bit of character acting from Brent Spider when he just raises his eyebrow, like, huh? Yeah, like he like kind of wants to be hurt by that, right? Like, <laughs> but uh, O'Brien's like, somebody's alive. They fixed the thing. We did it. And Ro Woo. immediately turns to Troy, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Yeah. You were right. And Troy's Troy's the bigger person here as well. She's like, you know, you may as well have just been right. Yeah, you could have been right. Just as right, yeah. Uh, in some random corridor somewhere, the door opens, and Picard and his crew of babies climb out of it. I'd like to talk to Jay Gordon about the importance of not grabbing to a, onto an old man whose ankle is broken. <laughs> broken ankle. He's, like, trying to, like, get out, and, and uh, Patrick Stewart is like, Don't touch me, little filthy creature! Patrick like, Stewart is, like, <laughs> holding his own yeah. leg away from him, so yeah. he won't grab it. He won't grab it. He probably hurt his leg in real life. Probably. Uh, Marissa gives Picard a big hug, and Picard shakes the two boys' little hands. Aw, yep. they made it. Patterson made it, even though he shouldn't have, and natural selection should have taken him. <laughs> Uh, back in 10 forward, Worf has delivered Keiko's baby, and it's a girl, so they can't call it Michael, William, or Hero. Yeah, but her middle name is Worf. <laughs> Molly Worf O'Brien. Molly, son of Moog O'Brien. <laughs> Worf looks and says, I think she looks like Chief O'Brien. <laughs> Keiko laughs at that. Haha, <laughs> my husband's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to look like a foot. She's going to be a potato head when she gets older. <laughs> God damn. Cole Meany. Cole Meany face oh is more like God, it. God, you got him so bad. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but Life Aboard the Enterprise is slowly returning to normal, we're told. Sure, why not? Troy brings the kids back to the bridge, and uh, Riker looks at Troy, and she's like, oh, you must want to be in the big chair, huh? She's yeah. like, oh, I'm not cut out to be captain. First officer, maybe. I understand there aren't a lot of qualifications. <laughs> and Worf is like, whoa, you got cooked, dude. Fucking nailed him. Riker just looks at Worf and then goes, uh, Picard to the bridge. He says, Picard to the bl- bridge, please. Please, please come and save me. Yeah, you fucked up, Riker. The kids give Picard a plaque. It looks like shit. Yeah, they didn't even, like, like replicate it. They, like, made it with their dumb little kid hands. This is like, uh, we'll go on our tour later. Starting with the battle bridge. Oh, they get to see the battle bridge! And when he's leaving, he's like, you have the bridge, number one. And Marissa and Riker both say, aye, sir. So good. That's classic Star Trek and Mar- ending. Marissa looks embarrassed, but she looks at Riker. Riker has this big shit-eating grin yeah. on his face. And Picard gives her a wink when he's leaving. Even. Wink. Picard's he learned to them. love children. Well, he likes those kids, and I'm not so sure about Patterson. <laughs> Patterson, maybe Patterson's uh, cable gets cut partway up the ladder, you know? <laughs> These things happen. <laughs> Patterson, 
<laughs> Cut to uh, oh, number one, bring Patterson's parents in, please. I have their transfer papers right here. Number one, bring Patterson and his parents down to the down <laughs> to, to the cargo principal. bay and vent the air <laughs> to the principal's office. So, we're at that part of the show where we've gone through the whole episode. We've told you exactly what happens in all of it. You got any fun facts to add to my fuck fact from earlier? I don't think anything's more fun than that fact. The location director for all those wonderful pornos. (laughs) (laughs) I don't Uh, have any fun facts. Here's a little bit of a fun fact. Uh... Moore said that the wharf plot came from our constant search for things to cut against this fierce, hyper-masculine Klingon nature. That's fun. We all fell in love with the idea of him being the guy who delivers the baby, and Michael Dorn liked doing comedic stuff a lot. I think he got tired of us beating him up all the time. (laughs) Yeah, getting fucking hurt. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's nice that he liked it. Did he get to see Keiko's real vagina? I would guess not. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they wanted to cast Shelley Winters in this episode because she was in so many disaster movies, but they couldn't... Who's Shelley Winters? They couldn't get in contact with her. Who the fuck is that? I don't even know who that is. Uh, I mean, she was born in 1920, so I think that tells you why we wouldn't know who she is. She's be 103 years old. She was in... uh, She's dead, but uh, she was in A Place in the Sun, The Poseidon Adventure, Night of the Hunter, Lolita, Alfie, Pete's Dragon. Lolita's a disaster of a... a, Disaster of an everything. Yeah, what would she have done? Who would she have been? I don't know. Worf? (laughs) <laughs> it just cuts to her and she's like a transatlantean accent well Keiko you've gotta you gotta push <laughs> you gotta push girly yeah you don't wanna be left at the train station when the train leaves <laughs> I don't know I don't know how they fucking talk back then man this episode is the first appearance of Molly O'Brien is it Molly? It's not the same Molly, is it? Yeah, it's, that'd be really weird. It, no, it's definitely not the same actor. Because Molly was like a little kid. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this part that's so fucking funny, where O'Brien's t- trying to explain what a quantum filament is to yeah, Troy. And, and she's she like, oh, it's, so it's like a big cosmic yeah. string. And he's like, no, no that's an entirely no. different phenomenon. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Idiot. There's Patterson a, even would have known that. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't have anything to do with fucking radishes. How would he know about it? <laughs> O'Brien's like, stupid Patterson would have known that. <laughs> uh, this there's uh, there's a humorous reference to this episode in Deep Space Nine's episode Ascension. Worf becomes alarmed at hearing that Keiko is pregnant again and hastily plans a vacation to Earth that's for when right. she's due so he does that's, not have to assist with the birth That's again. right. Man, he was traumatized by that. Uh, she kept yelling at him, dog. I like how like she's yelling at him because like she's just this like little diminutive human lady, right? And he's he like just has big, to take it. Yeah, and he's like, I I actually respect this. Well, there's a, a great moment with like the old man who's like really good at acting, where he's like sets his yeah. leg, and he's like, "You bore that well," which is so fucking yeah. Klingon. That's a 
big Clint. That's a that's a big compliment, right? From Absolutely, I'd be telling people about that for the rest yeah. of my goddamn life. I'd be like, Worf set my broken leg and said I took it well. Like, fuck, I'm pretty sure I could like fight a Targ or whatever. The I fuck. mean, I might not mention it was Worf. Why? I would just be like a Klingon set my leg once. You don't, oh, because Worf is like Worf is like the the weakest shittiest Klingon. <laughs> Dude, he killed a kid at soccer practice once. <laughs> I mean, he does. He is the rightful chancellor of yeah. uh, all Klingons, so he's not really. He throws Garon through that glass thing and fucks his. He fucking kills him. Fucks dude. his whole life up, literally. <laughs> Damn, Galron, you could have you could have had a good Galron, but you had to grab for the stars. <laughs> like you're already the chancellor, dude. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> yeah, just drink your fucking blood wine, eat your targ, and fuck your bitches, and with your two dicks, eat your targ. Yeah, they eat them, too. That's very Klingon, actually. They eat their pets. Yeah, it's fucked up. But I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, farmers eat their pets. Yeah, it's true. Fucking farmer-ass Klingons. Fucking chickens. Fuck chickens, though. Yeah, chickens are fuckholes. They're ass-fucking-holes. The, uh... For a while, for some reason, my TikTok For You page became a bunch of people describing how dangerous pigs actually are. Yeah, they'll fuck you up. Like if you uh, if you trip and fall in a pig pen, there's a pretty good chance they're gonna start eating you alive. They eat your face. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they're fucking <laughs> sick, dude. Which is how they how the mob gets rid of bodies. Yeah, that's how they do that in that Copenhagen show I watched on Netflix from the guy who did Drive. Uh, oh, uh, Denny Villeneuve. Yeah, Copenhagen Cowboy is called. It's really fucking trippy, and he is like. Uh, He's like a serial killer. Like he plays the the guy, the director, oh. and and uh, his face gets eaten by pigs. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like uh, there was the comment section was really funny because the person was like, "Which is why you know you always have two people when you go and slop the pigs or whatever." And a bunch of like people who grew up on farms were like, "God damn, my family hated me. They sent yeah, me out like- alone to do." Well, they probably didn't know. They probably were just like, whatever, right? Yeah, like, pigs they aren't that dangerous. Yeah, they probably just never occurred to them. The pigs are the most dangerous animal on the farm, baby. Except for humans. Except Babe. <laughs> He's more dangerous than humans. And the, and the what's his name? Wilbur? Wilbur, from, yeah. yeah. From Charlotte's from Web. sad-ass book that fucking traumatized my ass. Anyway... <laughs> I know you're dying to know where we're going to rate this episode on our Cochrane to Catfish Warp Scale Equality, where your bitch ass going to have to wait until after these commercial break. Yeah, your bitch ass going to have to wait like Patterson. <laughs> we'll be right back after these commercials. Listen to them all, Patterson. Patterson? Geese. After these messages, we'll be right back. Now, it's here. The excitement, the adventure of a new force at breakfast. We'll call them C-3PO's. New C-3PO cereal from Kellogg's. Twin rings, phased together. For two crunches in every double O. A delicious part of this nutritious breakfast. Now you can experience the taste of Kellogg's C-3PO's. A crunchy new force at breakfast. May the force be with you. Welcome back, and guess what time it is, baby? It's time, time for, for the... Oh. <laughs> What's it time for? Time for, uh... It, uh joke, uh, joke, 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 joke. You go. You think... <laughs> you do a joke. 
It's time for the patented Cochrane to Catfish Warp Scale of Quality. It makes sense. Don't fucking ask about it. They wheel it out. Yeah. To it's like two attractive big. models, but like Sears attractive. Sears yeah, catalog like not, attractive. Wheel it out. Attractive, but like your husband's not going to be thinking about it for True. the rest of the day. <laughs> the rest of the lifetime. Um, because he's only seen a two hot people ever. <laughs> he's only seen one pair of titties. Do you ever think about how many hot people we can just look at all the time? It's well, yeah. amazing. Well, like, th- I think about it, like, back in the day, like, yeah. the reason why royals were considered yes. so, like, above, like, ethereal is because they weren't mud-covered fucking yeah. serfs. They were clean. They got cleaned yeah. more often. And now you can see some of the world's most beautiful people, like, in the hundreds of thousands of them at any yeah. given second. I think about, internet. like... Like uh, Helena Troy, like famously beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like the face that launched a thousand ships. Yeah, but it's like I could just look at like, like I could like go outside and see per- perhaps see somebody who's e- even hotter than Helena Troy. Well, yeah, was. that's the thing is like uh, there was a joke someone made that like uh, if you would have lived. During the ancient Greek days, you would have been comparable to Helen of Troy, the face that launched a thousand yeah. ships. But uh, now you have a, a like five hundred followers on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> fucked. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. It's weird. Are we are we fucking vamping? Because neither of us have a score. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> The way the Cochrane to Catfish warp scale of quality works is that zero isn't a score you can give. One (laughs) is a Cochrane because he broke warp one, and ten is a catfish uh, because if you go over warp ten, you turn into a catfish. Now, the quality of those things Mm -hmm. don't matter. The quality is a high number, like you would think it was, like a like Helena Troy, ten out of ten. Right? Don't explain it to these fucking dirty serfs. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> these filthy, ugly serfs. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patreon.com/slash/mclasspodcast. Then, of course, you're a Helen of Troy, ten yeah, out of ten. You're like a tw- you're like a New York twelve. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so, in in the interest of fairness, I'm going to force Josh to choose a score first. I don't know. I like you. We were saying before the show, like we've seen this episode a ton. Yeah. Um, but I, I always like it. The so. punch of this episode is kind of lost because we've seen it on fucking Pluto nine million times. Yeah. I I'm gonna give it an eight because I really like it. I think it's like a like the rule of three applied in an interesting way. You get the the goofy wharf. Giving a uh, uh, taking a baby out. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> Delivering a baby. Uh, taking a baby out to lunch. <laughs> I don't fucking. I can't think. And yeah, uh, eight. I'm giving it an eight. Uh, I think this is a really solid episode. I think you're right. Um, I think the rule of three is really important in comedy, and I feel yeah. like in storytelling it can be just as powerful as a, of a force, right? Yeah. And. I think there's, um, I was like sort of ragging on it when we were talking about it, but I think giving each story different levels of focus mm-hmm. worked perfectly. Like yeah. the focal point of this episode is, um, it's like a, 
it's like 70 30 but like you know uh, broken up into three um <laughs> i'm not doing the math um but like the uh, the uh, really there are four plots in this episode yeah what's the fourth plot R- uh, Riker you... and data oh no oh yeah yeah I, I was going to say, is it you stuck in the holodeck, buck-ass naked? <laughs> Guys, it's dark. I can't find my pants. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a funny prank anymore. It's been hours. The first seven times you did this, it was funny, but now it's not. Could have sworn there was somebody else in here with me. <laughs> um... No, I think I'm going to give it an 8 as well. I think that's a great score for this. This is like a rock-solid episode of TNG. Yeah. And like, There's like nothing wrong with this episode, right? And like, if, Again, if we hadn't seen it like 9 million times, we would be yeah. giving it an 8 with much more gusto. Vigor. Much yeah. more vim. Vim and vigor. What is vim? Is that like a slang for jizz? I feel like everything was a slang for jizz at one point. <laughs> Like, well, I could know. look it up, but I'd rather that be right. Yeah, vim. I'm full of vim. I'm full of vim and vinegar. <laughs> vim all over my face. I loved. I loved a vim and vinegar all over the place. Oh, ew, ew, vinegar, <laughs> ew. You're like, are you one of those weirdos who puts vinegar on your like hoagies and shit? Uh, the only vinegar I ever get in anything is salt and vinegar chips. Okay, I don't like those because I just don't like vinegar, but. That's acceptable to me. <laughs> like, I, I can't think of any other way I use vinegar. Um, yeah. Unless, like, a recipe requires it. Yeah, if it's in a thing, yeah. yeah but, like, but, like yeah, my like, mom, like, will put vinegar on, like, cucumbers and be like, this is a salad. <laughs> it's like, this is mm-hmm. vinegar and cucumbers. You're missing some parts here. Yeah. I, think. I think a salad is, has to have at least four things in it. This is the whitest salad I've ever fucking seen. And salads are pretty fucking white. A nice potato salad. I love potato salad. That's that's the Irish in us. We fucking love a potato salad. Don't tell them we're Irish. <laughs> that's the black in us. <laughs> what do you want I me mean, to tell? I mean, maybe I don't. Who knows, right? I don't know. Uh, I did the the thing that tells you. Me? Yeah, yeah, I did the thing that tells you all your shit. So I never did. I would love to. My my shit is almost is like very evenly split between Ireland, Scotland, and Wales. So, god damn, dude, <laughs> I'm as white as white can be, baby. Fucking, jeez, clear I'm... like Larry Bird. <laughs> clear. It's like uh, this episode uh, again. I think it loses its impact a little bit because I've seen it a hundred thousand times. But it's yeah. it's a rock solid episode with some really great performances. There there is a moment in this episode that showcases the difference between a good actor and a bad actor so well. What is it? And it's when they're on the bridge and the ensign runs over and he goes, "Chief O'Brien, I, the doors are sealed shut. There's no power." And then <laughs> O'Brien goes, "Without power, we're not going to be able to get off the bridge." That means we can't get down to engineering to fix this problem. And it's like night and fucking day yeah, for acting just, ability. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks for that guy. That's why he gets invited to the meeting. <laughs> yeah, they left him out there like, only good actors in the meeting, yeah. please. He's like, ah, oh, yeah. fuck. Shit. 
I'm taking a class. God damn it. <laughs> I'm taking an improv class. Oh, improv. Uh, that's why. Oh, there's your problem. I think improv is making a comeback. God, it always is making a comeback. Like the guy um, who played John Ralphio. He, oh, yeah. He tours around doing... Uh, ben he, Schwartz. Yeah, Ben Schwartz used to do it with that other guy from uh, Silicon Valley, uh, Middle Ditch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, then yeah. Middle, Middle Ditch yeah. was like a sexual assaulter, so he just kind of disappeared off the playbill. <laughs> oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I was wondering why, like, Kumail gets, like, shit, and and uh, what's his name? Martin Starr is in a bunch of shit, right? Yeah, Middle Ditch was, like, he was, like, a real sexual assaulter. Like, try, yeah, he's, like yeah. getting a lady in a room alone and trying to force himself on her kind of sexual assaulter. Um, Damn, what is going on? It's, that's a good-ass question. I feel <laughs> like being a, being any level of celebrity like warps your fucking I, I think brain. It just breaks, yeah, I think it just breaks people, man. I think it really like, fucks It makes you up. think you can get away with yeah. doing this horrible shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know. Like, I fucking... I'll have an extra donut. It's not even <laughs> mine. Like, <laughs> we're supposed to be sharing and I'll have an extra? I've lost my mind. I'm fucking out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fuck that guy. Um, he does it with like uh, a group of people. One of the guys, like the guy who was in the wheelchair on Superstore, is one of them. Okay, yeah. He's really funny. I wish I remembered his name. Yeah. I never anyway, show, but, yeah. none of this fucking matters, and I don't know why I'm saying it. Let's, nothing. Nothing mat. Nothing really matters, Jeff. I mean, we all know that, right? Nothing really matters. Anyone can see. <laughs> nothing really matters. It's the musical episode of yeah, it is. this podcast. Except it would be like nothing really matters. Nothing really matters, dude. I the to way me, that. Ugh, <sighs> So I get so secondhand embarrassed when I watch people. I, I do. I'm not the biggest fan of most musicals because I don't like the music in them, which is yeah. like ninety percent of the reason. Yeah, like I like uh, the Blues Brothers a lot. Yeah, that's why I like Blues Brothers. Like Hedwig is like Hedwig totally is good. watchable. Yeah, like Rocky Horror. Rocky is, Horror. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but like in the in Strange New Worlds, like it's like you like you just said about the actors night and day. Uh, when Laon and I don't remember her name as a real person, I forget who her name is. Uh, she is an incredible singer. Like that tracks. I would. Incredible I could see for sure. Like I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like this bitch can sing. This <laughs> like, bitch. And I was with my cigar, and I was like, this bitch can sing. <laughs> this broad's a singer. We got ourselves a star, boys. That's and that's just empty. It's just me watching television. There's no one else in yeah. the room with you. Yeah, the cigar is like a fake toy cigar. The cats are sleeping. They're not even paying attention. <laughs> one of the cats like lifts its head a little bit. Yeah, it's like because my... <laughs> you're damn right, boss. <laughs> oh God. You know what? I like to thank Vitizen for the use of his track Outer Space Race for our theme song. You can find Vitizen anywhere better music is found and sold, including vitizen.card.co, card with two R's. And if you're near York, Pennsylvania, this Friday, his band Woo. Santosha is going to be playing a gig, and I'll fucking be there. Well, it'll be last Friday. Oh, God. 
All right. Well, don't go get time machine. Time machine. Yeah, if you have a time machine, that's what you should definitely use it for. Go back in time and go see a concert. It's not like Vitizen will ever play another concert yeah. again as Santosha. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, check out where he's going to be playing near you. He he and his band uh, tour around Pennsylvania pretty heavily. Yeah, they're really good, so. Yeah, Santosha fucking rolls. Um, yeah. If you would like to keep the lights on here at, uh, what the fuck was it? Satellite, Satellite Am? Am? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck I said. This guy's losing his mind. So give me your donut. <laughs> the uh, if you'd like to keep the lights on here at Satellite M, please head over to Patreon.com/slash/MClassPodcast, where for as little as a dollar you get access to some stuff, but you should give us more. Definitely. For five dollars or more, you get access to uh, like a banging fucking other podcast called Jeff and Josh Shoot the Shit, which uh, an episode came out last week on Wednesday. Yeah. We talked about what game we would uh, reboot, and uh, there's a couple bangers in yeah, there. Yeah, we, re- <laughs> we really chose games that I don't think you could have predicted we would choose. That's one way of saying the episode is crazy. It's pretty nuts, I'm not going to lie. And it's fun <laughs> as hell. It's one of my favorite shoot-the-shits we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. So uh, check that out if you're a patron, $5 or more. It's worth it, trust me. Um, you know what? I'll put a plug in here. We just finished season one of Story Lords. Yeah. Our other podcast that we do with Rich Masters where each of us write a comedy story in a different genre every two weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's 26 beautiful episodes for you to listen to. Uh, Rich does a single story throughout the entire time. Josh doesn't seem like he is, but he is. You figure out a couple episodes in, holy shit, Josh is doing a big continuous story. Shit, it's crazy. What are we doing? And then uh, eventually I tie my shit together to make it seem like there was a story the whole time. <laughs> yeah! It's really good, though. Everyone who listens to it has been like a big fan of at least a part of it, and most everybody it's, loves all of it. So I'm not going to suck our own dicks, but I am. It's an un, it's very underrated show. Like, it, yeah. I mean, honestly, like... You should you should listen to it if you don't. It's good as shit. It's it's These better two than other this guys. One. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this one, ah, you're wasting your time. Go listen to the other one. <laughs> uh, you can find all the links for that at storylords one word dot card dot co. That's card with two R's again. Storylords dot card dot co. And if you need any links here for M-Class, you can find that extremely conveniently at mclasspodcast.com. We appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast uh, on different levels. If you're a patron, you're higher level. We love you more. It's just the way it is. It's like like when you have a sister or brother. I don't know. I don't have one, so... Yes, you do, Josh. I mean, I probably do. But, uh, I meant me, fuck. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Fucking hell. Alright, end it, end it. This is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> we love you. Goodbye. So that's what I meant. <laughs>
I'm mentally ill. Trip with your boy.